0: Hello, and welcome back to the Becoming Relentless podcast. I am your host, Eleanor McCabe, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Danielle Woohoo! And today we are going to do a little contest prep review, kind of talk to you guys about how our personal preps are going, and maybe y'all can get some things from this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I'm excited. Overview your prep mentality. Yes. Everything (laughs) contest prep. Y'all know I've been in prep Forever at this point, I can't even Half tell you life. how long. Yeah, so my life. Did, you started in what? Was it March? I think we. St- I think I started in March, like around my birthday. Yeah, it was definitely before your birth.
1: Birthday. What do we even do for your birthday? What was your we were birthday? in Dallas Sushi? for the? We did. We
0: went for to a show. We saw Tyler oh, Mannion <laughs> bodybuilding. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Spent my birthday bodybuilding. Yes. Okay. Cool. Which I love. That by was, the way,
1: wow, long ago.
0: I know, now we're in I know. July. Now we're
1: okay. in July. But when was the last time you
0: were, were on stage with me, uh, right? December 2021. So how many months is that? Like Ooh, 18. Like yeah, that's incredible. 19 months. Yeah, yeah. so don't rush to sh- like get on stage, people. Yes. Take your time. Take your time. If there's one thing that y'all have learned from this podcast, it's probably take, your t- take the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Long time. But I know you're right. You're, you're going to be on there soon, huh? Yes. When was the last time you were on stage? A year Last from... year? A year from... What's today? Fifth? Mm-hmm. Six, seven, eight, nine. Year from, like, Saturday. Okay. Oh, wow. Almost a full year. woo Take my soul <laughs> out. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 yes, but it's been good. So, prep review. Prep review. What's your hardest protocol... Mm, what's the hardest thing about your prep right now?
0: Uh, honestly, not knowing. Okay. I... Don't like to admit that, but I love to have structure and plans. And so day to day, I can execute. But not knowing when the actual show is, I start to think like, oh, when do I need to order my Protan? When do I need to have my suit ready? Yeah, like I start to kind of overthink that stuff. But I've been really good about catching that and just being like, nope, focus on today, like just look at today mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> Overthinker. But like the mentality, like yeah. if I, if I'm really tired, it's easy for me to start being like, oh, when am I going to get on stage? I don't even know. And people like ask, and I love that they ask because they're invested in my journey, but they're like, oh, when's your show date?" And I'm just like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I would, I would estimate the San Antonio Pro in September. Yeah. And that's eleven weeks out. I I would agree. I don't know, but I would agree.
1: I hope it is because Ears my parents crossed. live there. My parents are going to come watch you. Aww, They'll
0: I would love like, that.
1: I'll make them. I'll I'll make my four eleven mom.
0: <laughs> hold the <laughs> tiny a sign. Girl,
1: Hold the sign that says
0: Noah. Just Noah
1: on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> watch is going to be backwards. It's going to say A O. In? Yes. <laughs> Ow. <Out. In. laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> funny. Anyways, that's super, so mentality. Well, I feel like once you're that close, even prepping for so long, when you've been that close for so long, too, you're just like, so when is it?
0: Yeah, I think like I'm Christmas just really Day. excited. Like, it's not uh it's not a, a impatience thing. It's I'm seeing friends and pros and women that I talk to. And we've all been on prep together. So we've been messaging and mm-hmm. texting. They're all getting to stage. And I'm just like, oh, man, I want to be up there with them. I also,
1: oh, yeah, no, I agree. And I do feel like I'm more like you in this way now. This prep is going to be really good because my mentality has shifted. of I'm excited to be on stage just before I was just it was so it wasn't like I wasn't excited, I was just nervous all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, never. But now I'm like you, it's just for fun. Like you just love being up there. I do. Like you do all this work. Yeah. And, like that's fun to do the hard work, even though it's really hard. But it's fun to be on stage it's, and that's like where you feel alive.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so I you want to
1: feel that adrenaline rush.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we do all of this work because we love it. Like we love the training. We love being pushed. I personally I love when I get that message from Justin that's like drops the carbs, ups the cardio, yeah. and you know it's going to be tough. Like, you know, you oh, that's know. rough. Yes. But you know that you can do it and that after you do it, you're going to feel so good. I really like that. But then getting to stage, it's like a – it's the reward. It's mm-hmm. like, yay, you What's, did all yeah. of that hard stuff, and now you get to have fun Yes, with your friends.
1: <laughs> I agree. And I also feel like when we get those messages of, like, drop your food, up your cardio yeah. you also know like oh tomorrow i'm gonna look good and next check in i'm gonna look even better so yep. it's the excitement of like you, you it's the adrenaline dopamine it's a dopamine hit you get from oh okay we're go time yeah and that dopamine hit fuels the adrenaline for being on stage so it's super exciting yeah yes
0: it is exciting
1: especially when you get up there and you hear the music and it's just even your body moving posing oof posing yes. yeah we love posing,
0: it posing i think I'm excited to showcase the improvements in my posing as well because I know I'm making improvements in my physique, but I'm also really excited for like the posing aspect of it because even at nationals, like when I went pro watching that footage back, I could see ways to improve. And so I'm really excited to like showcase that too.
1: I was looking at nationals. Yeah. Two years, almost two years ago. Almost two years. And I was like, (laughs) No way, I posed like that. <laughs> no way. But at the time, no, we were still one of the best. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we were posing coaching yet. We don't I think so. I wasn't. I, I think, don't think you, I was. I think you might
0: have started. No,
1: it might have been small gigs. Mm-hmm. But I like we were still one of the best posers. At the time, but it's just like now that we know our stuff, it's so
0: I was like, D, that's horrible.
1: (laughs) But it was like we'd get confidence on it. You
0: know, it's just crazy how things evolve. And also posing has changed like in the last two years, too, Mm -hmm. from when we were up there to now. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that I did back then, I'm like, I would not I wouldn't do and I wouldn't teach other people to do. Yeah, I agree. That's so.
1: I know in your morning routine, you have a you go on your walk with Murph. Yep. And who's the other dog? Did you get a name yet? I think we're going to call him Tyson. Dude, I was going to call him Salsa. Call him Salsa. <laughs> salsa.
0: Salsa, <laughs> salsa, that's so
1: cute. Right? No, they should get one of those like a wiener dog. Call him Salsa. Salsa? Salsa, move
0: your hips for me. <laughs> They're okay. so wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. That's so goofy. Yeah, he punches like he he punches his crate. He punches my legs. So, like he's a puncher. He's a puncher. So, I was like, okay, Punch my Tyson
1: oh that's a good word I mean mean name not Tyson Mm
0: -hmm.
1: dude you just whenever (laughs) I hear that I think about Tyson chicken strips (laughs) chicken nuggets yes that's funny no he's cute so you get up do you walk them and then do your cardio
0: yes it depends so my morning routine I have my non-negotiables but the order in which I execute them is a little bit flexible so if I wake up and I just know that the effort that I'm gonna give into cardio is not there because I think cardio should be as hard as your training. Like you need mm-hmm. to be like challenging Killing yourself. It, yeah. You can't it is you, you know, you a can't different just cruise. kind of it's a mental hard because
1: mm-hmm. for example, most I mean elliptical. Yeah, it's you, you, you in that time, and all it's gonna happen is time's gonna pass. So it's like uh, the calories, you know. Yeah. So it's so it's so different from training, but it is just as challenging, just in a different way.
0: Exactly, and like the elliptical, it's easy to, like, settle into a rhythm, and not be attacking. Like, I feel like when I'm on the stairmaster, it's a little bit different versus You're the elliptical, always engaged mentally, mm-hmm.
1: because you can't fall.
0: Yes, but, but the elliptical, elliptical like, is just. You in that time. Exactly. So if I wake up and mentally I'm a little bit foggy or I'm not as, like, fresh and ready to go as I want to be, then I'll take the dogs for a walk and I'll get, like, 5,000 steps. Like, we just go for a walk. And then I'm, like, all warmed up. I'm ready to go. And then I'll go hit cardio. But if I wake up and I'm just feeling fresh, like, I'm like, ooh. I Mm -hmm. feel good right now. Like my feet hit the floor and I'm ready to go. I'll hit cardio first and then go home and walk the dogs. Mm -hmm. So that's like interchangeable. But after that, it's very routine because I'll sit down, uh, journal a little bit, stretch, pose. And then I'm like still all sweaty and nasty. So I'll go shower. After I shower, it's like work time. Like my product, my brain like turns on like fully. And so then I'll get to work, um, whether that's check-ins or... My corporate job but it's like very set it, the routine is set it's just like sometimes the order of it mm. shifts. yeah which is important i have an
1: athlete who's, who's uh learning how to have a routine without being too strict on herself so yeah I, we used to be there too you would set routine if it doesn't go by this order then the the world's gonna crash on you You're yeah yeah like everything <laughs> right here oh my gosh <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So I used to be like that, like yes. time block to mm-hmm. the extreme where it was like, wake up at five, cardio 5.15 to 6.15. Like wasn't it would it? be yeah. So and if there strict. wasn't a minute off, like yeah. you're like. I'd get mad. Like yeah. I'd get upset and it would ruin my day. Mm-hmm. And so it just wasn't productive. And actually I learned from Alexa, who we had on the podcast a while back, like it's okay. It's part of feminine energy versus masculine. Like the feminine encourages you to kind of flow. And so I try to incorporate that in my morning routine. So if I like I said, like if I wake up and I'm just not fully mentally ready to attack cardio, then I'm not going to force it. I'm going to like listen to my body and like let the flow of my day start with a walk. Like I still like to get activity in and I'm still being productive towards my goals, but then I don't have to beat myself up that like, Oh, I didn't hit cardio at 6am. Like mm-hmm. it's okay if I hit it at 7am. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think it's very important. That's so one
1: thing that I was telling her, I was like, you don't have to have if the, the set to ha- time block it. Yeah. But if you need to switch two things around, like you're fine.
0: Yeah, you're fine. And I think also something too is like, if your cardio is calorie based. So what I've done too, is if I have a dentist appointment at 8am, okay, well, I probably won't have time to execute everything that I normally do. So I'll do 250 calories of cardio, I'm still getting cardio done. I'll do 250 in the afternoon or post training or at night. And yeah, that's not ideal. But if it's less stressful for you in the day, you're still getting your cardio done. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe where I used to get a little bit stuck is like thinking that it all had to be so perfect.
1: Yeah. I agree. I, I, the breaking up cardio is big.
0: Yeah. And it's okay to do that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And it allows you to get like, just get it done at a higher rate. Mm -hmm. Some that I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people don't prioritize having that flexibility of the flow. Which allows you to just push more effort into things.
0: Yeah. And at night, too, what I've realized sometimes, like, I don't like doing two-a-days of cardio, but I will. But I've noticed, like, at night when I have to go finish it up, if it's 250 or 200 or whatever it is, like, I just want to go to bed. So I'm cranking that thing. Like, my effort's really high because I'm like – I'm trying to get this done, knock it out, go home, eat my last meal and go to bed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like the effort is still there. Mm -hmm. I'm not dragging. It's not like, oh, I got to finish this. It's like, I want to finish this.
1: Yes. So, oh, I love that. I love (laughs) that you just used wanted that you wanted to do it. Yeah, that's one thing. So back in our last episode, we talked about self-belief. And something that I wish I added, but it does – you just brought it up – is the want to do things. I made a reel on this about how if you don't want to execute something for your goal, if you just feel like you need to, you're not going to enjoy it. So with cardio, wanting to do it because you want to achieve your goal is so big. I think people wake up and – Mostly new athletes when they get the oh, I have to hit five hundred calories, which we're at and we're definitely <laughs> gonna see more calories that we need to hit. Yeah. You know, we're at <laughs> I'm at five hundred and it's twenty four weeks out. <laughs> Ooh. Which is exciting though. That's really exciting. Yes. Yeah. So that's something that he has changed his cardio. But we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um I used to wake up and be like, Oh, I need to hit five hundred calories, dreading it, going to the gym, dreading it the whole time. You get you get on the elliptical, you start, you have 40 minutes on that machine. And the first five minutes, you're just thinking about how you don't want to do it. Like, what are you doing? No, that's literally dragging yourself down. So one, there's two things I do here. Now I say, I want to do the cardio. I look forward to it. This is my, like, I hate, I, I everyone, you see this everywhere. It's your, your time. It's your you time. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's yeah. not. You know. Sometimes you like it's it. It's your time, but sometimes you're just not like m- using it for me time. You're using it for challenges. So what I like to do is like the first hundred. I'll set benchmarkers First hundred. I can't have music or anything playing on my phone. It's just me and my Ooh, air. So I good. like to hear myself breathe. And I do this sometimes for the last hundred as well. But that allows you for you're chasing just a hundred calories right there, and you're focusing and getting to that number with this mentality or this mindset or this um goal or not listening to music or playing this part of a podcast so once i hit 100 i'm allowed to put on music or a podcast I, until I get to 350 calories, I have the choice of putting a towel on the calorie thing so I can, like, just block out the time and the calorie because it's right and in front of go. me. Sometimes when yeah. I'm looking at it the entire time, it l- looks like it's taking longer than it actually <laughs> is. <laughs> but I've realized now that I ha- since I have these little benchmarkers or goals, I've been enjoying cardio more and also f- killing it faster. hmm Because you just give more effort. So I think the benchmarkers are fun. And If you do the benchmarkers, like you're allowing yourself to want to have challenges throughout the session.
0: Dude, I like that a lot. I'm going to start doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try
1: that tomorrow. I do. I think that's awesome. It's really fun. Sometimes I'll do – there's another one. I used to do this a lot. I'd play four songs Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or five songs from a playlist, and I cannot look at the time until all five are done. And so it allows you to kill like four, eight, 12, 20 minutes of cardio. And all you're focused on is literally killing the the songs, but like pedaling as fast as you can. And then you get to it and you're like, oh, I'm already 400 calories in. This is easy.
0: Yeah. And then you just got to finish it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the little challenges allow you, because a lot of people get on there and they're like looking at the time, looking at the the calories. Oh, I'm only 50 calories in. Well, dude, what are you doing? All you're focusing on is... On is, like, that little – the cal- like, the, the next number, you're like not going to – each individual so calorie slow. or yeah. second, and, like, it's no one to feel wants, way longer. Yeah. If yeah. you're in a classroom and you're looking at the time, you're going to be bored. Yeah. If you're on elliptical and you're looking at the time, you're going to be bored. What do you expect? Your brain wants to be stimulated. On elliptical, all you have is the wall and the things around you. You're not going to be stimulated. So make yourself yeah. stimulated by doing little challenges like that.
0: That is so cool. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I think setting little goals like throughout the day is so important, like not just with cardio, but in your prep overall, it makes me think about a conversation that I had where it was like, you need to set goals for yourself through the day. So one that I've been doing recently is like, how many times in a week can I hit 20 K steps like my neat? And a lot of people have were commenting yesterday because I did a full day of eating on my story and people were like, wait, you're so lean, but you're eating so much food. And I was like, well, one I've actually been training intensely, like again, because I think for a while there, I had not purposely, but maybe subconsciously been saying like I had just pulled back on intensity and training without realizing it because I was I had that mentality of like, oh, I've been in prep for so long. I'm tired. But then I was like, nah snap out of that. Like, you're not tired. You're fine. you're You're eating enough. Like you're sleeping enough you're fine. (laughs) So I kind of stopped that like victim mindset. and was just like, we're done with that. Mm. But someone was like, you need to set your goals for yourself. So wake up in the morning and say, hey, I'm going to hit 20K steps today. And so I have this challenge with one of my athletes because she walks a lot. And I was like, all right, let's get 20K six days in a row. And whoever does it first between me and her gets a new outfit from Free Spirit Outlet. And so she messaged me last night. She's like, guess who just hit her 20K six days in a row? And I was like, no, because yesterday cool. I only got 15. Yeah. And so I was like, you win. But I was like, I love that challenge and setting goals for yourself, like through the week, through the day. So like... My day challenge today will be like, I'm going to try to hit 20K steps today, but it doesn't have to be like steps or movement. It could also be like learning something new. Like you should learn one new thing at least every single day. And so I have that like little goal of like, okay, today I'm going to learn something new and I'll pick a topic. Um, And within training, like it's pretty easy to set goals within training. Like I think everybody should have that where you go in and you have your logbook or you have your notes. And maybe last week you hit 12 reps on something. So this week you are going to hit 13. And that's your goal. Like go in there with a plan, with the goal, with the intention. So like doing it for cardio makes sense too. I feel like I just didn't even think about that. But I like that you're like, okay, first 100 calories, nothing. Because then it gives your – you yes you have that intention of like I have to burn these 100 calories mm-hmm. so I can listen to I this also, song or yeah, this podcast. Exactly. And I also realize the, <laughs> the
1: person I am – if Justin was watching this, he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be, <laughs> Can you hear his voice in your head? <laughs> he'd be some cheese, and he'd be like, This is so you. I realize if after a certain amount of time I get really antsy and I just need attention, I just love attention. So, like, when I'm chilling with him, sometimes I'll look over <laughs> and be like, What do you need? And I'll be like, I need some attention. <laughs> so, um so i know this about myself same thing with like sitting in a car like i do not like it because I, I i i need i just you need, just get antsy. I, I need do yeah. something like so if i have 30 minutes on elliptical there's going to be a time i get antsy my, like the mental challenge and mental distractions yeah because at the end of the day your legs can handle it like your body can handle it yeah especially on elliptical you're fine so the only thing holding you back is your mind being busy there's also like mental things. So there's some scheduling. Early scheduling mm-hmm. my day. I'll save for cardio, so I can mentally plan it, which allows me to have that mental time of like yeah, you're just you prioritizing things to do during cardio. That's not on your phone. I
0: yeah. feel that. Yeah, like you're kind of going through the mental checklist like your day mentally while you're doing cardio. It gives you something to do too. Mm-hmm. So you're 24 weeks out, ish. Yeah, ish. So. I'm doing a local first. I don't know which one.
1: I don't even know who's chosen, <laughs> which is concerning because <laughs> I am like, an athlete doing one of them, too. I'm not going to put it in the same show I'm doing. Yeah. But, yes, I'm between 21 and
0: 24 weeks out. And how do you feel like this contest prep has been going compared to— your last one let's actually let's not talk about the last one because we've talked about that one a lot not that it's like invalid yes. but like my last my we've last talked about that one, one a lot yeah let's talk about yes. like the nationals one yes so
1: yes nationals was my best prep and it was because of the way i acted during it my mentality throughout the entire time
0: mm-hmm.
1: more so just putting myself first more mature knew myself better knew my wants better and just did it for myself like the the entire prep. Yeah.
0: would you say you were more like 100 percent bodybuilding at that point yeah. like you like your I, life yeah. was very much bodybuilding i just and it
1: wasn't so much people so this is something that i realized is i don't like the mentality where you bodybuilding so your life that You just don't want to and you can't smile at other people you're not happy around other people you're not happy doing things because you got to eat a meal or you got to be here or you got to do your cardio and it's just so much bodybuilding that everything that's not bodybuilding sucks i don't like that that's how you burn out yep so i look at it as it was my life and it is my life but it's there's this other part of my life which is the creative stuff that i love just as more um, this one, this, the mentality I have here in this prep is much like my December prep two years ago, mm-hmm. but it also is because I have way more alone time too. And it like f- forced alone time per se, La- that time I prepped where I was successful. I had way more forced alone time. My cardio was fun because that was, I was living with a lot of girls. So that was like my only time alone. And it was just, that, that was one of my favorite times because, oh, that, I miss that so much. I would do cardio and then I'd post. and That was like yeah. the, my best part of the day because that was the only part that I had to myself. And that was the most, uh, I would say, empowering time mm-hmm. because it was alone. That's why I'm excited for you to live alone. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's euphoric when you get that time of just use, being proud of yourself. And so that's what I'm most looking forward to this prep as well, is just being proud of myself. Mostly because there wasn't a, there isn't a lot bodybuilding related that I can say I'm proud of myself for,
0: like within the last six months or year or what do you Definitely mean? Definitely year. I think you've Definitely accomplished year. a lot within bodybuilding, but there have been obstacles or challenges. Mm-hmm. But it's who not, you are now, yeah. is like. You're completely different than that nationals prep in terms of like who you are as a coach, okay. a person, like so many different ways. But the focus, the mentality, mm-hmm. I can see it like turning back on mm-hmm. of like, okay, I'm gonna win this prep. Whereas like maybe before the focus was a little bit scattered, like mm-hmm. just wasn't like as focused in on yes. as it is now, but you've developed the ability to focus on prep and bodybuilding. And other parts of your life, mm-hmm. not just. And it
1: wasn't, and now it's a choice too. The mm-hmm. other parts of my life I want to enjoy. Yeah. Before I was, so there's two things that are different mostly. My last successful prep, I was enjoying other parts of life, not just by choice, but more so by pleasing people mm-hmm. to make sure that everyone, like those friendships or those people, or that the social part of my life was still prospering. Who cares? Like, like you almost now, felt like you had
0: to yes
1: okay now there's parts of my life that I get energy that aren't bodybuilding related but that matter because they push me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that aren't people pleasing and number two my december prep that was successful my only goal that prep was to go pro and my only the only thing that cared was that it went pro and that meant my goal this prep is to go pro too I love the whole process now. I love getting up to do cardio. I love to, I love the whole thing. I don't, like, I used to be grumpy doing cardio. I used to be grumpy. If <laughs> you dropped my food, I used to, like, be pissed and just annoyed and, like, in a mood all day. Now, it's exciting. Like, yeah. now I want to. And so the want now versus the need before is the biggest difference, which is why I'm, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. It just.
0: Yeah. Every prep is different, but when you've grown in this way, I feel like it's a lot more exciting. Mm -hmm. And the way that you're executing is a lot more like a pro because pros are people too. And like while maybe social media or like people try to like put them on a pedestal that like, oh, they're perfect. They're pros. Like I can guarantee you they're not. Mm -hmm. And they go through the same things. Um, But a lot of the successful pros they're not just successful mm-hmm. on stage or in their preps; like they're successful in life across the board with their relationships, their friendships, yeah, like their business endeavors, and it's because of that mentality. So I, also, I think that's yeah. that's huge. Well, thank you.
1: So there's also two things. So the cardio aspect has definitely, I when I my, my December prep was successful, but my highest cardio then was four forty-five cal. Mm-hmm which was high at the time. I was like, 445 cows? What do you got? Are you serious? And now it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Still at 445. You know, because like now I'm at 500, which there's people out there at 800 that I know of. And it's just like, it's my highest calorie amount I have to burn, but it's the easiest amount of cardio mentally that i've had to go go through not physically it's still really hard it's just more exciting Mm -hmm. because i know because i failed myself so much that i know that i won't let it happen again yeah so that part is super exciting for me to be able to show myself that i can do it now and then secondly my last prep didn't go well because i stopped giving effort into the gym like true effort I got small and pulled out because I stopped truly showing up for myself. And now I think a lot of people, I I remember I used to, like, I did train hard. Mm -hmm. But training hard doesn't, isn't it, it, like, anymore. It's not going to get you places anymore. Especially when you're naturally just smaller. Like, I'm naturally just smaller
0: (laughs) in terms of muscle. Like, just built, I feel like, structurally. In terms of muscle, yeah. Like joints and – it really depends. Yeah, yeah.
1: If I am eating, then like obviously I don't look as small. But if I let myself – if I weren't bodybuilding and I just let myself, I I would definitely shrink up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So being naturally small, you just have to – you have to really – you have to force your muscles to have volume, to have blood in it by training really hard, obviously. So that's something else that I I won't let myself do is not train – yeah, hard because I remember I hate I hate I hate how I felt when I I realized I was like D. De- it was actually at our posing seminar, our second one at Factory. Uh huh. I, I took a picture there and I looked good. I looked like I I was lean for forever. I was just small. Yeah. I didn't let myself have an off. I didn't let myself gain weight to mm-hmm. the point where I needed to. I didn't let myself feel my body to the point I needed to. I didn't let myself do what i needed to to actually flourish i let myself stay here which is i did have like a an eating disorder like spike up like um mentally towards food of like i just want to be lean all the time mm-hmm. december through yeah i would say december through april when i went to vegas april when i went to vegas was the time that i stopped i was like i'm done like i have to commit and go all yeah in. i'm done just caring about being lean and being small and not like yeah. Feeling my body and not eating right and not eating how a coach and a leader would, and not in terms of feeling the muscles and not eating for my goals and not training for my goals and just going through the motions.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Because <laughs> I feel like that is very vulnerable for you to be like open about it because most people would just be like, it just, I get mad at myself. You know? Like, I'm not, I'm over
1: the getting mad. It's just, I look back and I'm like, no way. Mm -hmm. No, because there will be times now where you were
0: holding yourself back.
1: Yes. Well, for sure the entire time. But there will be times now where I'm look at my pictures that I have taken in like bikinis like three weeks ago when I was like entering prep or four weeks ago. And I look so good. And I love how I look thick, Mm -hmm. thick for my body. And I was like, you didn't even let yourself enjoy that season. Right. Of feeling that. Yeah. Like embracing that power in a thicker skin because you were just self-sabotaging the entire time, which everyone will go through at a certain point yeah. in any,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, <But> 100%. <laughs> afterwards, you're just like, really? <laughs> well, it's it's so frustrating. Like, I've been there too, and I really resonate with that. Like, almost on the other side right now, like currently, I've been lean for so long and people are like, oh, you look so good. You're so lean. I, I'm am not always happy, like, with it. I'm just like, man, I kind of miss being thicker. I kind of miss having yeah. body fat. But then when I had body fat. I remember, dude, I, remember, I was struggling, struggling with that. dude. I was, I was struggling. struggling. I remember, there will be days
1: where you're like, I can't wait to be lean. Yeah. And as soon as you got lean, you said, as soon as you got lean, you're like, I can't wait to be thick. I can't wait and to, I to was be like, thick. Noah.
0: Noah.
1: What? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I know. So I have a challenge for you? Okay, you're gonna be thick, you are, dude. I'm gonna be you will. thick by you're Christmas. Thick. I'm you're excited. gonna be thick, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, you're gonna look back and be love your like find what you love about your yeah. body right now. Yeah, because you're gonna be lean again. You're gonna be thick again. You're gonna be in every body shape that you ever will ever could want because of who you are and like who we are. Like we can it's choose part whatever of the we sport want. too. Like, yes, I have so to like,
0: be okay with the different mm-hmm. phases. <laughs> like enjoy
1: your how you look right now.
0: I will say something that I took away from you, but I haven't told you about yet is. Like taking mirror pics, like kind of like for yourself. So I like it's been so long. You, the kids these days would call them thirst traps. Okay. I've been taking <laughs> thirst traps, but like for myself, like, yeah, like because I haven't done that in so long. Like, normally I'm at the gym, I'll snap a selfie, whatever, like with a pump, good lighting. But like at home in my bathroom, like when I look at myself, it's normally like pretty critical. Like, I'm like, oh, I could use a little bit more glute or oh man, like. Where's the ab lines, like I, it's like critical lens. So I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to stop that. And what I've been doing is like, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, dang, I look good. I'm going to snap a pic. And I don't like post it up anywhere or anything, but it's helped me mentally. And like with my confidence, because I'll go on my camera roll, like looking for a meme or looking for something. And I'm like, oh, look at me the other day. I was looking good. Yeah, And it it just helps with that confidence. So Mm -hmm. I do feel like. As a woman, like, take those selfies. Like, mm-hmm. look in the mirror when you're feeling yourself. Yeah. And take them. Yeah. <laughs> take
1: those pics. <laughs> I recognize when I'm feeling myself, there's the the amount of selfies on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Or on my Same. story. Today I was like, man, you haven't taken a selfie in a while. <laughs> but um, it, it is very, it's very helpful to do that. And I yeah. think it's a sign of, like, respecting yourself because it's like showing yourself off to yourself.
0: Yeah. Which is exactly.
1: something that we all should do. But I also the the feminine energy that's part of building it in a different way yeah and i've recognized i think you'll agree there's a day you'll be critical and you say you're critical on yourself today you have to take a picture you end up saving it next week you're gonna look back on that pic and be like dude i look good i looked good so it's like you have this lens because there's pictures of me from like four months ago i'm like I remember getting the photo from Jill, her video, and I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. I am never posting this. Oh I look God. back and I'm like, wait, what was I looking at? Like, I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's a, it that shift in mindset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You recognize that you have a lens on yourself that's negative in this moment. So you have to take that. You have to, like, change that. Yeah. Because that's the going to hold you back
0: even more. Dude, I... I agree completely. And I think being aware of it and like, especially having you guys kind of call me out on it and be like, hey, like, don't speak that way about yourself. Like, don't think that way about yourself. And then also, I've been investing more time and energy into embodying the feminine because I've been very masculine. Like I've been in my masculine energy for a while you, now. You are masculine, bro. Yeah. I remember when Jay <laughs> I, and I would talk I'll about You'd be like,
1: she'd be masculine. <laughs> and it's not so much what like it's, it's not just, in a bad it's, way it's, it's the way you it's, operate. You yeah, always like, had
0: like your operations were just full masculine. I very much so. And I think it was reinforced because I was successful with it. Like I my preps were successful. Like my body was Doing what we needed it to mm -hmm. do. But now I'm like, okay, I personally want to shift that energy and, like, not be so focused on, like, go, 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 but have that time to just be creative, flow state, like... I agree. And it's felt really nice. I still – I'm still working on it. I'll help you if you want (laughs)
1: because there's a lot of things – there's a lot of things that help it. So I haven't shared this with anyone. Oh, my gosh. I was going to share this with Jay, but... It's gotten a lot better. I was mentally working through it for a very long time, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to speak it because I didn't want it to be reality. <laughs> so, during the time we had Alexa on the podcast, when was that? Two months ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think so. April. April. May. I was just entering prep, and at this same time, I was exp- my feminine energy was growing, and I didn't want it to stop because mm-hmm. in a, my old patterns with prep protocols is all masculine. Yeah. You do this at a time, you get your meals at this time, you hit the protocols, X, Y, Z, all masking, go, go, go. Train as hard as you can, you like know. very structured yeah. and like. Yeah. yeah. No flow. Yeah. Just do. No think. <laughs> just do. <laughs> <laughs> Which works for some people with where I'm at in life. It's not going to work for me. It's going to hold me back in every area but bodybuilding. And honestly, if it holds you back in every area but bodybuilding, it's going to hold you back in bodybuilding it's, as well. Yeah. So my goal worry was that I was gonna want my feminine energy to grow so much that my bodybuilding was still gonna take a step
0: back oh like almost swing the other way yes
1: and I was like I can't I don't want my bodybuilding goals to take a step back Mm -hmm. while I'm exploring my feminine like pushing my feminine energy and I was so worried about this balance that I had to find but I was just like I know life's just gonna I'm gonna find I don't have to actively search to find it it's just gonna be found by time and I that's exactly what happened time like help me so having that feminine feminine energy have an outlet outside of bodybuilding will allow you to still have it in bodybuilding while you still have masculine as well
0: yeah and i think that's important for me but also like maybe people listening it's the goal is to have balance with both and be able to flow within like both of them because sometimes, like having my masculine energy, really serves me. But other times, like you're saying, it it's holding me back. And so it's mm-hmm. it is a goal of mine, like for the rest of this year and for the rest of my life, to find ways that I can channel I wanna both. Help you. Yeah,
1: I want to help you big time. It d- it <laughs> helps me. It also reason why I want to help you too is because well, not reason why because I care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I recognize when I first started pushing, I got back from. Las Vegas, and I was I did a meditation at Mount Bonnell, and that's what I thought was like going to push my feminine energy the most, but it's not it hasn't at all. Well, not at all. It definitely like the meditation and the being alone and like being silent definitely pushes it. But what's pushed it more is the new interest in doing things on my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for you to experience it that as well. Yeah. And I, I want to help you. I want to I want to like um, help you like I'm going to ask you questions. Because the questions I'm going to ask you are going to be questions that I'm going to ask myself as well. So, and it's going to allow you to ask me questions so we can both both push each other's. Because I believe when you're doing self-exploration, if you have people ask you questions that you don't think about, mm-hmm. but make you think about the certain questions, then it just, it's going to help us become more of who we want to be.
0: Yeah. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't wait.
1: Mm-hmm. It's going to be really good.
0: Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I am moving downtown mm-hmm. into an apartment and I'll be living by myself, like solo. For the first time ever, right? <laughs> for the first time ever in my entire life. <laughs> You're going to love it down here. Dude, <laughs> Which is crazy. You're going to love it. But I'm so excited to like have my own space, decorate it the way that I want, mm-hmm. make it my own because I, I've never been able to do that ever. So I'm very excited.
1: You're going to love it. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't wait for I can't wait.
0: It's going to be really good. I think it's also going to help my prep a ton. Uh-huh. Um, just Definitely. I know that I don't think that it's right to like isolate yourself in prep, but I do think it's important to have alone time or to have that time to just be with yourself and reconnect and ask yourself the hard questions. Like I think you and I will do a really good job of like balancing that, but it is important to have alone time. And I just don't really think I get that in my current life and so having this move like the physical yeah. space of being downtown but then also just the energetics i, I think it's gonna be and i do feel changer. like
1: you'll agree because you get sometimes i got forced alone time in terms of you live as zach mm-hmm. zach's not home forced alone time unless you actively like you ch- hang out with me yeah but until you choose to say no i'm not gonna hang out with my friends or i'm not making plans with anyone because i want i'm choosing and i want to hang out with myself today that is where you find, like, the more power that you have within yeah. your feminine energy side.
0: Oh, So yeah. I'm excited for you to do that.
1: I'm very excited.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to help in a lot of different ways. But, yeah, so that will be in a couple weeks. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, maybe like a week and a half. Ten oh, days. Yes. <laughs> Place is yours. <laughs> <Woo>! Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. But trying to think so with our prep review I guess um I could talk about like how this prep has been different Mm -hmm. this one um so when I when I went pro that prep was very long kind of like this one and I just think I grew in a lot of different ways and I'm excited to like reflect on this prep once we wrap it up. But the difference is like everything. My environment is different. Like we, I moved to Texas. I train at Factory or Lowe's or Lyft. And just those environments themselves are completely different. The people around me are different. But like the protocols themselves are extremely different. I'm eating a lot more food because – I'm actually training really freaking hard and I'm moving with intent throughout my day. Cardio is not a drag like we were just talking about it. I actually get up and if I if I'm ready to attack it, I go attack it like I am sweating. I'm dying. I'm making noise on the elliptical sometimes like as if I'm in like a set, like I'm like, yeah, (laughs) breathing real hard. And um, I think those have contributed to like me being able to maintain this leaner physique for longer um, trying to think, I think when I went pro, it got to the point where I was doing so much cardio that we took away the calories and it was just two hours a day, like two hours a day of cardio. Get it done, and then food was really low. I know we were at nine hundred calories for like two weeks, which is not that's really not terrible it goes by so fast like people are gonna be like holy crap (laughs) but it is so different and it also is different from where you're at and yeah it's so different it's like I knew what needed to be done and I wanted it so badly actually I self-sabotaged that was the thing yeah the prep was the prep wasn't gonna be that bad and then I made it that bad because I don't know why, because I self sabotage. I was like, "It's been too easy." Before that time <laughs> happened, what were your calories at? They weren't too low. I think they were like thirteen or fourteen hundred. Yeah,
1: I figured they. And I'd been like cruising fourteen
0: to sixteen. Yeah, sixteen is pretty high for for prep. Yeah, actually, I had a new I'm athlete at sign up with me, and she was like, "Yeah, I did a prep before, and my calories got to a and. I like don't want to ever do that again or something like she said something where she was like, I don't want to do that again. And I was like, okay, but when you're competing and you're and you have an end goal, like obviously, no, I'm not going to put you on a thousand calories for 10 weeks. Mm -mm. But if we get to four weeks out and you're not ready and you're set on this show, like we're going to drop cows. It's not going to be forever, but like the short term sacrifice is going to be there. And what's
1: different too is like we're not putting athletes on a thousand calories for 10 weeks. No. (laughs) We're doing it for like, if anything, that low of cow for like a week or two. Yeah. And usually when there's, if it's two weeks, then you get a, a refeed like for days in a row. So it's not like you're, that's the difference.
0: It it really, it's like so person dependent, but also like if your calories have to get that low and we still have a good chunk of time, we might have a conversation about moving your show date back because it's like, if you're not willing to push that hard let's say you have four weeks left mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, like we gotta drop cows and up cardio and you're like, no, I don't I can't do that or I don't wanna do that, then it's like, okay, then we're gonna do a different show. Like let's, mm-hmm. you know, take a breather. If you need a diet break, you need a refeed, let's get back to like mentally where you need to be, but your show's gonna now be eight weeks out. You know? Like mm-hmm. there's just ways to compromise mm-hmm. and I guess my biggest thing is with my athletes, I always tell them like, I'm never going to make y'all do something that I haven't done before. Cause if I've done it, I know that you can do it. I know it can be done Mm. and it's how bad do you want it? Yeah. Like, obviously I don't want to put you on two hours of cardio and 900 calories. Nobody wants to do that to their athletes, but if your goal is to win, you're going to do what it takes. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's funny though. When uh, you're around
1: Jay, when he, when he, when he does a hard protocol for someone, he'll say it out loud, Oh, Brad's gonna get it or Yeah, like, whoever yeah, it is. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like And you're we like, know, What is happening? Yeah, like as coaches, we know, like we're, we feel for y'all, but yeah. like you do what you gotta do. Yeah. It's short term. And it's so also short-term. the level of the athlete Noah yeah. no one I
1: can take whatever. Jay's gonna say 2,000 calories of cardio, which she would never. It, I wonder how long <laughs> that would take. If
0: said 2,000 calories, I'd be like, How am I gonna break that up in my day? Yeah. So <laughs> that would be. That that'd be, be like, like two hours. Two hours, probably. actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be like two hours. Which
1: actually isn't as – I Which thought it'd be way be longer. Bad. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> like, no. but, um, People are going to be like, y'all are crazy. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, but I feel – but say, like, we can take that. We can take that. We can take 800 calories of food. New athletes cannot. Yeah. You're just – you can't. You mentally cannot handle it. You think that the set 1500 is going to be death kind of thing. So <laughs> I was there. I was like, oh, and, my gosh, yeah. I get one English muffin in the morning. And half a cup of rice, like, dude, you're still eating? What do you mean? But I used to be there, like, where my food wasn't even that low. But I was like, oh my god, it's so low. Yeah. So
0: you have to earn, like, mm -hmm. unless you're somebody like Emily Smith who can handle a lot of food. And even then, like, I feel like she had to get to, she had to build that metabolism, and she trained so freaking hard. And
1: it's also she's very she trains a lot. Yeah. Like throughout the week, she she's always in the gym. It's also too that. They kept her cardio in for so long, her genetics, obviously. And she always hits the reverse perfectly. Yeah. She's just – she. her masculine energy is very, very – she's all very – Operational. All masculine, except for the fact she has Thomas, which allows her to have some feminine. But she just has evolved a lot, too. Yeah.
0: But, like, she is, like, an outlier. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people think – She's incredible. That they'll be able to do that, mm-hmm. and then they aren't necessarily – so it's like you have to earn that right. You have mm-hmm. to earn the right to eat a lot of food and be lean. And new athletes come in. They see the stage. They see these. They see us, mm-hmm. and they think like, "Oh, I want to eat that much and be that lean." But it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and like I didn't even work that way. And like it's up also, until very you have to recently. know
1: the level of athlete that you are, like Emily. It's like an all-star athlete. <laughs> like she, yeah. she falls into a T, like she's reversed and she has a mentality for it. Not everyone is as incredible as Emily Smith, including myself. Me too. In the past, like there's there hasn't been reverses that I kill like Emily Smith. And I will say that like proudly, not proudly, I will like, I'll admit that to anyone because it's obviously true. You have to know the level of athlete that you are and the type of athlete that you are just because you can't execute as amazingly as Emily Smith can, and you can't eat as as much as she can or can't like train as much or just make as much, whatever, doesn't mean that you can't achieve the goal. You just have to figure out ways to apply effort in the ways that you can to push yourself.
0: Yeah. And your contest prep is going to look different than our contest mm-hmm. preps. And it, they might look different every single year. Like mm-hmm. no prep is the same yeah, I can't think of a single prep where protocols were, like, the same. Like, every prep has been different in terms of, like, cardio, food, all of that.
1: It's always so exciting, too. Mm-hmm. This is the first prep, actually. I did one prep with low protein, low, low, low. Super like, low. 100, 120 oh, because wow. my digestion was so bad. Yeah. But now that I'm still doing pretty low, Um, but I'm one of the – me and Emily, Emily and I, are one of the two only athletes, I believe, probably on Justin's roster – Well, he has so many athletes out of our group that have such so low protein because everyone else has such high. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's really cool (laughs) to like hear your protocols and whatnot.
0: Yeah, my protein's very high. I'm at like 220 a day. Yeah, fuck. But like my, I'm good. My digestion can handle it. My would say like we're gonna see you next year. Yeah, (laughs) I, I yeah, I definitely built it up there because I, I think the highest previously was probably like 180. And, like, we didn't push it much higher, but we've, like, pushed, pushed, pushed. Um, And we could talk about that in a separate podcast, too. Mm -hmm. We could talk about ways to mitigate, like, high protein or how to figure out, like, what macros work best for your body. Let's do that. Mm
1: -hmm. We'll We'll do that on
0: another pod. Yeah. We'll have it this month. Yeah. But, yeah, in terms of contest preps, I just feel like every every one's is going to be different. And it's hard to say... It's hard to give somebody like a whole uh-huh. prep plan because I know a lot of athletes. I do want have a
1: question. The plan, yeah. I know we're on crunch time, so there's some athletes that choose local coaches. Not not anything against local. They choose them knowing that they can't really. Do, they're not a great coach. Mm-hmm. They just choose them because they're local. But then you go online and you see coaches like, no offense, you and I or Justin or Jacoby, or Alex Bush, who have so much success, but you don't hire them. I I don't know the reason why. But then you go through a prep phase and you comment on these. You come to our DMs or their DMs or you go on Q&A and you, you ask, mm-hmm. should I pull out of the prep? Are my macros okay? Do I look okay? What do you think? Should I do? Why didn't you just hire us?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I I feel like personally I hired my local coaches because I didn't know any better. But I also like wasn't in the fitness or bodybuilding world once I was in it. I realized, like, oh, I need a serious coach who knows their shit. And, like, the local coaches I worked with, it's not that they don't know their shit. They Like, they've had success, but I needed more attention to detail. And I just yeah. think, like, with okay. social media, like, we put out so much free information. And then if you were to go talk to any one of my athletes, I'm, like, very confident saying this. Like, go talk to any one of mm-hmm. my athletes. They'll tell you how much detail and attention they get for me every single week mm-hmm. like I go all in for my athletes and so I I don't know why like that doesn't make any sense if it's a pricing thing like it, but it doesn't but matter even no, no, then like no, usually local coaches charge just as much or yeah, more yeah. as they
1: do in person that and then, trust me you don't need an in-person coach you <laughs> think you do you don't you just need a good coach no yeah like I'm just well, stating
0: facts if it's a pricing thing too. You got to ask yourself, like, what you're investing in. Because if your coach is a low level coach, yeah, you're going to be a
1: low level, you're gonna have low level results. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's another reason why I don't get it. Like, if your first time prepping, you don't want someone that you don't, you don't think you need all the detail. Okay, cool. Your coach is so low level that you're going to have a low level prep and not like you're not gonna have fun.
0: Yeah I know I don't know I don't get it maybe people can let us know let us know yeah that was my question (laughs) for the day (laughs) just curious but if you've been wondering and you want to chat with us about our coaching or our contest prep experiences please go ahead we're going to wrap it up because we're running out of time but we have a lot more coming for you guys this month with the podcast Smith we got macros yep we got we might have Yeah, we might have some special guests on here. Yeah. Talking smack about bikini. Yeah. So <laughs> no, we talk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> These guests aren't even cool. Why are we having them?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna name them. They're just like whatever. Two guys
1: that know nothing. <laughs> Two they just guys that talk nothing. all the time yeah. on their stories, bro. <laughs> not like they're our
0: bosses or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys on the next podcast. Peace. I hope you all really enjoyed the podcast today, leaving it feeling more relentless than ever. But we have a few things that we would love to ask of you. So I'm going to give this over to Noah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could, I know that this is your new favorite podcast. Mm -hmm. Please leave a five-star rating and review. Leave any comments and questions below. And make sure that you're sharing across social media so that all of your friends get to listen to the greatest podcast on earth. And if
1: you have any questions about any topics that we talk about or anything at all, fitness, competing related, anything, we comment, we'll hit you back up um, Instagram or in the podcast under if the comment box is there, then we will definitely answer your questions and help you out as best as we can.
0: Absolutely. So leave those five-star reviews, let us know, and we'll talk to you all again soon. Have a relentless day. Bye. Bye.